This month, we are starting out a new series, and it is on forgiveness. We're calling it Sorry. And the first topic that we're going to talk about today is the Holy Spirit. And we need the Holy Spirit to be able to forgive others. It's not something natural that we want to do. When we're mad, we want to be mad. But we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today. The Holy Spirit is something that we talk about uh, not a lot. Uh, People love this topic or they're kind of uncomfortable with this topic. Uh, This can be like a relative that they invite over, the the cousin Eddie that they don't really like to talk about, and sometimes we don't know what to do with it. Uh, So today we're going to go through the Holy Spirit and just some things that the Holy Spirit can do for us. In Acts 2.38, Peter said, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So he's saying after you're baptized, after you repent and you're baptized, you receive this gift called the Holy Spirit. And what does the Holy Spirit do? Well, the Holy Spirit does a lot. We won't cover it all in just this one sermon. We could do a whole series on the Holy Spirit. Maybe we will someday. Uh, But some of the things that that you'll see that we have scripture here, the Spirit guides us into all truth. That's in John 16, 13. The Spirit regenerates us. Uh, That's in John 3, 5, 8 and Titus 3, 5. The Spirit glorifies and testifies of Christ. That's John 15, 26 and 16, 14. The Spirit reveals Christ to us and in us. That's in John 16, 14 and 15. The Spirit leads us. That's in Romans 8.14, Galatians 5.18, Matthew 4.1, and Luke 4.1. The Spirit sanctifies us. That's 2 Thessalonians 2.13, 1 Peter 1.2, and Romans 5.16. The Spirit empowers us. That's in Luke 4.14, 24.49, Romans 15.19, and Acts 1.8. The Spirit fills us. Ephesians 5.18, Acts 2.4, and 4.8, and 4.31. In 9, 17, the Spirit teaches us to pray. That's in Romans 8, 26 to 27, and Jude 1, 2. In John chapter 3, 8, Jesus describes to Nicodemus like this. This is how he describes the Holy Spirit. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. In Acts 2, 2, it's described kind of in the same way. It says, suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. So you see in both those scriptures, it's really described as like a wind. And, and why do they say wind? Well, wind is one of the only things that is non-physical, but also tangible. There is uh, not a lot of things like that. So we can, we can feel the wind, and, and we know it's there, but we can't really see it, nor can we reach out and grab a hold of it. But you can feel it, and sometimes you can see the effects of the wind. And this makes people uncomfortable. And why is that? Well, wind cannot be contained. Wind does what it wants to, kind of like God. We cannot control those things, but the, the Holy Spirit, in the same way, cannot be controlled. It cannot be contained, and it's better just to let the Holy Spirit off the leash that we have it on and uh, let it do what it does in our lives. Uh, I got an illustration from Dave Stone. So he mentions that the church is kind of like a beautiful sailboat. Lots of time and money go into it, lots of resources. When we go and we build this sailboat or we build the church, there is people like myself who work on the sailboat, that read manuals on the sailboat, that go to conferences about the sailboat, about how to operate it better. I've read books about famous sailors. 
they have uh, charted a course for the sailboat. They have a five-year plan for the sailboat. And that's all fine, but there's only one thing that's important when it comes to sailing, or the most important thing, is the wind. We can spend a lot of time reading about sailboats and, and spending time on the sailboat, but if the wind is not there, then it's not going to go. So that is the most important thing when you get on a sailboat, is that the sail catches the wind. So, and the wind blows where it wants. It's not contained. Uh, and we might want to share that with our lives. When we think about our lives and our five-year plan and what we want to do, sometimes the Holy Spirit might lead us in a different direction. We might want to try to go a way that it doesn't want us to. And we need to be open to the Holy Spirit because we are the sail and the Holy Spirit is the wind. And the Holy Spirit blows where it wants to and it will guide us where it needs to. And uh, in life, when we look at the Holy Spirit, that's what we want to concentrate on. Is our lives uh, focused on the Holy Spirit? Do we look at our lives and our plan for our lives and the future for our life, and we look at it and we think, God, what do you want to do with my life? Or do we already set a course and we're pretty stubborn and we want to stay on that course and we don't really listen to what God wants us to do? So with that, the Holy Spirit guides us, so we need to rely on the Holy Spirit. About three weeks ago, my wife had our fifth child, and uh, my wife had surgery on her back when she was younger, and because of that, she can't have an epidural. So when she's in labor, there is no, that she just has to go through that pain. And uh, I'm there to kind of help her. Uh, I'm not trying to say I'm like the Holy Spirit, because I don't know how much help really <laughs> that I am besides sitting in the corner and crying as she's in pain. Uh, but she, as she goes through this, she's in a lot of pain, and then uh, it's almost like she feels like she cannot do this, like she cannot go on, but some way, somehow, like she finds it in herself to, to keep going, and you know, she has to, but, but she finds it in herself to keep going, and, and then the baby is born. And with that, like I just want to say women are strong. Like if guys had babies, we would all have one because we'd remember that pain and we would never want to go back to that. But ladies do it again and again and again. And there is something within them that pushes them to keep going when they're in labor and to have that child. And there are things in life that happen to us like that. I remember uh, when I ran, I was in eighth grade and I ran three miles. It was the first time that I ever did that. And uh, at the end of the three miles, I just felt like I couldn't go on. I wanted to walk, but I kept pushing my body, and finally, I got there. I had no idea that my body could, could go through that much pain and, go and be able to finish that. Um, and a lot of times, there are things that we deal with in life. Maybe we don't like our work, you know, and there's people there, and we just don't feel like we can make it, and we cannot go through that. Or are there situations that we have with relatives? And just life in general, we just feel like we can't do it. But the Holy Spirit is there to help us and to push us, and we can make it through that. John fourteen fifteen and 17 says this, If you love me, you will do what I say. Then I will ask my Father, and he will give you another helper. He will be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world cannot receive him. It does not see him or know him. You know him because he lives with you and he will be with you. So Jesus is talking to the disciples and he's getting ready to leave and he's saying that although he's leaving, there is a helper that's coming that's going to be with the disciples. Not only be with the disciples, but live in the disciples and be able to guide the disciples. 
And Jesus is saying here that like, he could stay and be beside us, but it's better that, that the Holy Spirit come and live within us because he is always there offering and guiding and helping us along the way. So a lot of times when we go through hard things, we need to realize that the Holy Spirit is with us to help us or, uh, or to be with us. And do we need to try things alone or, or do things alone? Or do we acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is with us and willing to be on our side, willing to encourage us, willing to be our comforter, willing to give us strength when we need it, willing to convict us when we're, when we're having a hard time? He's there for us. So in the next three weeks, we were talking about forgiveness. And forgiveness is a big part of being a Christian. In Matthew 6, 14, it says this, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. And that's kind of a big deal. It says if we can forgive others, he can forgive us. But if we cannot do that, then he can't forgive us. And you might think that that's too hard to do. You just can't do that. Maybe you've been hurt too much. Uh, Maybe someone has done something wrong to you. I don't belittle that at all. Uh, but maybe you think it would just be too hard to forgive them. And that's why we're talking about the Holy Spirit. It's a Holy Spirit thing. It's not a you thing. It's not a me thing. It's, it's what the Holy Spirit can do uh, through us. Or maybe you've had a parent that's not been there for you. And when you look at God, you see him as the same way that you see that parent. And you just can't believe that God would love you enough or want to spend time with you enough or forgive you for your sins. But the truth is that he does. He loves you that much that he sent his son to die, that he wants to forgive you of your sins. Or maybe your past you think is just too bad. You have a hard time forgiving yourself and you focus a lot on your past and not on your future. Uh, God can help you with that. The Holy Spirit can help you with that. You can forgive yourself. You can believe that God has forgiven you and the Holy Spirit can be there for you. And uh, my prayer is that as we go on in the next few weeks that you study the Holy Spirit Uh, that you search and seek out in Scripture what the Holy Spirit can do. Because when it comes to forgiveness, again, it's not an us thing. It's a God thing. So I ask you this month to lean on God, lean on the Holy Spirit, because our own strength is, with our own strength, we cannot do it. But with God, anything is possible. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for this day. And I thank you for those that are at home listening. And I pray that you be with them. I pray that your Holy Spirit speaks to them. God, that they know that you're there for them. That you went through a lot to forgive them of their sins because you love them. I just pray that they know that and they feel that as we go on with this series. For it's in your name that we pray. Amen.